0: All conversations and information contained within the Total Health and Fitness Podcast is intended for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse anything you hear on this show with treatment, medical advice, or direction. Nothing on this podcast is meant to supplement or supersede the relationship with your medical caretakers. Although James is a licensed massage therapist, certified health coach, personal trainer, yoga, and martial arts instructor, he is not functioning in these roles in this environment. The same applies to any professionals who appear on this show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Total Health and Fitness Podcast. I am your host, James, and thank you once again for joining me on this episode today. If you have been enjoying these episodes with myself and my guests, if you could take a moment and write uh, a comment and give us a review on however you're listening to your pod, this podcast, Um, If you have an idea for a future topic or would like me to dive deeper into a topic I've already spoken about, please feel free to write me an email at charlestonintegratedwellness@gmail.com, at Um, And then you can also, you know, put that in a comment in uh, the comment section when I make postings for these episodes. Would love to hear some input uh, from those of you listening. And, uh, you know, since you are listening and, and leaving comments, be happy to do an episode around something that you're interested in hearing about. So uh, today's episode is gonna be about the ketogenic diet. Now the ketogenic diet is in the news a lot, lots of books written about it. I am not advocating for the ketogenic diet in this episode. As always, in with these podcasts, my goal is education and information. So I'm here just to give you a general overview of some of, of what the ketogenic diet is what it may be used for, some of the cautions about it, and um, get you started on your path if you think this is right for your fitness journey. Now, the ketogenic Diet, uh, what is it? It's is a basically a, a, a low carb diet, high in fat, and depending on which variation you do of, do of it, high in protein. It was originally, um, originally it was designed to help uh, children with seizures, or epileptic seizures, uh, because they found that when children were fasting, they produce ketones in their body and they found when they were producing these ketones in their body, they were not having the same amount of seizures that they were when they were fully fed and eating a regular diet. So that's how it uh, came about. And studies now show that it may have benefits also in other, brain disorders um, or neurological disorders such as Parkinson's and Alzheimer's disease. And as I said, it's a drastic reduction in carbohydrates and replacing them with fats. The fats ideal should be good fats. We'll talk about that in a little little bit. And the reduction in carbohydrates, when done correctly, puts your body into the metabolic state called ketosis. And that's when you're producing ketones. When your body is in this um, metabolic state of ketosis, your body is basically using fat for fuel or energy for your metabolic process. For most people, because fat is very satiating, and as I said, some people, when they uh, go on this diet, also increase their protein intake, which is also very satiating. Many of them do feel less hungry, and the less hunger most people feel while they're on their diet naturally makes them reduce the amount of calories they were previously eating, and so that's where some of the weight loss component comes from. In addition to the weight loss component, there are signs that it helps diabetes, because it's really good uh, managing um, insulin levels in the body, as I've spoken about previously, insulin and blood sugar. Uh, if you we want to keep insulin levels regulated and low in your body, and um, it increases insulin sensitivity when you're on the ketogenic diet because you're just not taking in as many carbohydrates, you don't have that much glucose in your body, and therefore insulin does not have to be um, secreted as often. You know, a, a mention of caution, as I said, in July 15th of 2019, the JAMA. Uh, internal medicine concluded that the enthusiasm for the ketogenic diet uh, may outpace the evidence, um, especially when it comes to obesity and diabetes, even though individual people, and well, I wouldn't say people, like a small group, a lot of people have seen reductions in, in their weight gain, obesity, and insulin sensitivity leading to diabetes, being on this diet, um, not all the evidence in yet. So again, you, you should do your research before starting anything. Uh, for yourself. And also obviously talk to your doctor. So there's a couple different types of ketogenic diets out there. The standard ketogenic diet, again, very low carb, moderate protein, high in fat. This is typically breaks down into 70% fat, 20% protein, and 10% carbohydrates. Another variation is the uh, targeted ketogenic diet. This is a diet that allows you to add carbs around workouts. So if you're someone who is you know, athletic, works out hard, is very active. That might be another option to look at. Uh, another variation is, is the cyclical ketogenic diet. This uh, this is a version of it that involves periods of higher carb refeeds, uh, such as five days of the ketogenic diet, followed by two high carb days, um, which is actually, again, there's another episode in there somewhere, but cycling your carbs and or cycling your diet in general is not a bad idea to keep your um gut health good, and to keep your metabolic health good. And the last one I've mentioned a couple times already is the high-protein ketogenic diet, Um, very similar to the standard ketogenic diet, but includes more protein. So you're looking at ratios of 60% fat 35% 35% protein, and 5% carbs. And so that takes us into, I mentioned already, ketosis. And ketosis is the metabolic state in, w- in which your body uses fat for fuel instead of carbohydrates. It occurs when you are significantly reduced the consumption of carbohydrates, and this limits your body's supply of glucose slash sugar, which is the main source of energy for the cells. So there is, your a lot of cells in your body would prefer to use glucose, uh, the brain prefers to use glucose, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the only energy source and it doesn't also again studies are out doesn't mean it can't optimally use ketones or that ketones are bad for the cells to use this is just what we know at at this current time generally this is eliminating carb consumption to around 20 to 50 grams per day and filling up on fats and fats are coming from meat fish eggs nuts and healthy oils uh it is also important to moderate protein consumption um so you you know You don't want to if you're going for that higher protein level, and this would require a lot of protein. But it does happen with people when they switch over to this ketogenic diet, and also possibly for people talking about the carnivore diet, which I'm not going to get into that in this episode. But uh, protein, if high amounts are taken into the body, can be converted into glucose, uh, which glucose is sugar. So if you're eating, if you think you're on the ketogenic diet and you're you're eating too much protein. You may also be kicking out more glucose than you're thinking, and then you're really not getting into ketosis. Uh, To help with the ketogenic diet, um, intermittent fasting, which I've spoken about before, is something that you can do that helps you um, get into ketosis a little bit faster. Uh, There are many different forms of intermittent fasting. I've spoken on the previous podcast about it. Uh, The most common method involves limiting food intake for around eight to um, eight hours per day. And fasting the remaining 16. And if you, so measuring whether or not you're in ketosis, if, you know, you really want to go down the strict route of seeing if you're actually producing ketones and how much of them, you, this can be done through blood, urine, and breath tests, all which are available either through your doctor, different labs online do it, um, or some of these you can do at home. Um, there's a lot of tests online you can order to get those, get those samples and track your progress with your ketogenic diet. And again, uh, and I've said this in the beginning, I will always say this it is important when starting any diet that you fully educate yourself about this. This includes talking to your doctor, your primary care physician, especially if you have any health issues. Uh, So if you have any underlying health metabolic issues such as diabetes um, or any type of neurological issues, you do want to check with your doctor first before implementing this or at least get their feedback before trying this so uh you know one place to start to understand good and bad carbs and getting familiar one good place to start you know with your education is to familiarize yourself and understand the difference between good and bad carbohydrates because not all carbohydrates are created equal um, and getting familiar with good uh types of fat you know if you're starting a ketogenic diet um try experimenting with low carb vegetables Uh, Find great sources of grass-fed meat and learn about hidden sources of sugar that can be found in the foods you are eating. So if you use a lot of condiments, um, drink diet sodas, uh, whatever you're consuming, always look at it, especially if it's any type of bag processed food, you know, even if you're getting like a bag of nuts from like planters or something take a look on the back because you'd be surprised where they put in, you know, types of sugary or carbohydrate, you know, more extra carb type of things that you wouldn't even know about unless you looked at the bag. Obviously, as I've said before, the best thing is always to get it um, unprocessed food as, as much as possible and make your own things. That way, you know what goes into that food. If you are trying the ketogenic diet, it is important to rem- to know, and you may have heard other people talk about this. That the first week or weeks of starting this diet, you will be going through carbohydrate withdrawal. Your body is going to be going through the process of switching from glucose to ketones for energy. And you may experience symptoms like muscle aches, headaches, fatigue, mental fogginess, and hunger. And this is commonly known as the keto flu. Um, And... As your body, after those first couple of weeks, though, and you start switching over to ketones instead of glucose for fuel, these symptoms will subside. Uh, you know, it depends on like if you're a real cold turkey person, then you then it's probably better if you just tough it out, drink lots of water, get lots of rest. If you're a person who can moderate things, then one of the best ways to to do that so your these symptoms are not as strong is to slowly ramp down your carbohydrates and start restricting your sugar. Um, intake over um, a couple of weeks before you completely eliminate it. That way, the uh, keto flu is not going to hit you as hard. So that's the keto junk diet um, in a nutshell. Uh, some of the things that the keto diet have been shown to be beneficial for is heart disease. The keto diet can help improve the risk of factors like the like body fat, HDL, which is good cholesterol levels, blood pressure, and obviously we've said it, it can help reduce blood sugar. Um, cancer uh the diet is currently being explored as an additional treatment for cancer because it can slow the growth of tumors does the ketogenic diet work for every type of cancer no does it work for a lot of them yes Um, i would also refer you to the work of dominic dr dominic diagostino he is doing uh, he's done many 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 things in terms of the ketogenic diet in relation to cancer and producing ketones and so i direct you to his work i'll try to put a link of that uh, to his stuff in this episode show notes Alzheimer's disease, as I said earlier, ketogenic diet may reduce symptoms of Alzheimer's disease and slow its progression. Epilepsy, that's what it was originally designed for. Uh, Parkinson's, uh, one study found that the diet helped improve symptoms in Parkinson's disease. Uh, polycystic ovary syndrome uh, can help reduce insulin levels the ketogenic diet, which may play a role in the polycystic ovarian um, syndrome and development. And all types of brain injuries, as, as, as I said, because if you are... If you have any type of diabetes or you have too much sugar in your body or carbohydrate intake that can cause inflammation in your body. And so the production of ketones and lowering that blood glucose will keep inflammation low. It'll also help the brain recover quicker. Um, the brain can use ketones, um, even though many studies say that glucose is the primary form of fuel for the brain. The brain can use ketones and it actually puts the brain in a different state, but that's a more detailed podcast, which if you're interested, we can go into it in a future date. So, a list of foods that should be eliminated on the keto diet. I've spoken about most of these, but just to give you a list, is any type of sugary food. This includes soda, fruit juice, smoothies, cake, ice cream, candy, cakes, anything, anything sweet. Um, grains and starches. This includes wheat, wheat-based products, rice, proteins, cereals, um, any type of grain, etc. All fruit is is generally off limits, with the exception of berries and strawberries. Uh, beans and legumes this is uh, peas kidney beans lentils chickpeas root vegetables and tubers such as potatoes sweet potatoes carrots parsnips. snips um low fat or diet products avoid low fat mayonnaise salad dressings and condiments um condiments and uh, condiments in general why well, was say condiments in general look at your condiments because you know some of them are fine but, um, you know, like regular old Dijon mustard is okay. Hot sauce is is okay as long as it doesn't have sugar. But, you know, you're going to be careful of your barbecue sauces, your honey must- mustards, your ketchups, your teriyaki sauces. Uh, I've spoken about this in some, another podcast. Avoid unhealthy processed fats. This includes most vegetable oils and processed mayonnaise. I, this might be a hit to a lot of people, but alcohol, beer, wine, uh, mixed drinks. Um, and avoid f- sugar-free diet foods like sugar-free candies, syrups, uh, puddings, sweeteners, desserts. Um, you know, there's plenty of studies that show when people go to um, sugar alternatives or low sugar or um, sweeteners, that they actually eat more because they because the psychological impact of having like a low sugar or no sugar food uh, makes them calorically eat more, and that just sort of gives you diminishing returns. The foods you should be focusing on on the ketogenic diet are types of meat. This includes red meat, um, steaks, uh, uh, sa- sausage is a processed food, so it's obviously got to be organic and know what the source of it. Bacon is another preserved food, so you got to be careful. got to be organic. Chicken, ideally, grass, uh, or, uh, organic pasture-raised chicken, turkeys. Uh, the fatty fishes you're looking for, salmon, trout, um, mackerel tuna you got to be careful about uh, because of uh, mercury levels so um, you know that's another thing you got to do your research on your food uh, eggs again pasteurized organic are great sources butters and creams if you don't have a dairy issue butters and creams cheeses again no dairy issue unprocessed cheeses all types of nuts and seeds almonds walnuts flax seeds pumpkin seeds um, pecans good good stuff um, healthy oils like extra virgin olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil. Uh, avocados is, is fantastic on the ketogenic diet. Um, you can have veg, you can have carbohydrate vegetables, but they got to be the low carb vegetables. These are the g- dark um, leafy greens, tomatoes, onions, and peppers of that of that variety. And your condiments, like I said, are all the spices. You know, dried spices are, are generally not gonna have sugar unless they're in some kind of um, mix or rub and they gotta be careful but salt pepper uh, paprika turmeric uh cumin all those spices and so that's a general summary of the ketogenic diet um things to be careful of things to avoid and things to focus on um i hope this was helpful for you and informative um again i gave all that stuff if you want to want to um, wanna, wanna, um leave feedback for the podcast uh, uh, please please do that if you want to share this podcast with others please do that and i thank you for listening and i will talk to you next time